Podcast 038, discussion on art and the summer solstice in Seattle. Sponsored by my buddies at PantryParatus.com. They sell food preservation tools. Produce, prepare, preserve your own harvest. But I'm now recording a podcast, but I turned it on because I thought this was too funny to just, <laughs> I, I thought this was important. <clears throat> this, 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 what we were talking about is important. Oh, man. Okay. All right. So, <clears throat> so last night. Be afraid. Be very afraid, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so, so last Last night, you got an invitation to um, a, a solstice thing. It, it was a transition town event combined okay. with a Valley Alliance group, a, a, a group that's promoting um, farms and businesses in, in the valley here by Woodenville. So, um, and, and, then, and then I asked you, I asked you, so like, what kind of stuff are they going to be doing there? And you said... I don't remember. I blocked it out of my head. No, we were. It was a bonfire. It was going to be visiting and snacks and singing and drumming. And what was my response to that? Um, Especially the part when you said singing and drumming. <laughs> Did I say, "Oh hell yes, I'm so there." No, I think your response was, oh, hell no. <laughs> so. And then, um, it, you, you, you know, I got the impression that you would really like me to go, so I said, okay, I'll go. But you can't make me like it. <laughs> so we go. And... Um, and then there's there's some guys that are like farmers and they're all like uh, you know huh, we're gonna, hey hey what do you know about farming huh 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 farming huh and so uh, they were asking me about permaculture and so this one fellow he's talking about how he um, bought a piece of land he uh, um, it was covered in blackberries and when he started cutting away the blackberries he started noticing that there were these other plants growing in there but they were growing in rows. So he figured out that they were blueberries. Right. So for three years, he had spectacularly awesome blueberries, and then they started getting a fungus. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, uh, I started giving him advice about it. I mean, basically, I, I told him, I said, well, what's your pH? And he says, I don't know. And I said, well, blueberries really require an acidic soil. And I think if I was raising blueberries and I was doing it in a non-permaculture way, which is what you're doing, um, and, and we're going to just talk about organic. He's been doing it all organic. Uh, so the first thing I want to know is I want to know what the pH is, because if they're not doing good, a lot of times it's the pH. But, you know, it's like you start there, and then you start thinking about all kinds of other things, and I had, like, a list of things to talk to him about. And he's like, well, what would you do with, with permaculture way? So he started talking about that, and I said, you know, I, I think all these other folks are kind of like uh, – because we're all sitting in chairs in these, you know, two little groups. And I said, well, the other folks are kind of like doing, I think they're doing something. Are we interrupting their thing? Nah, just go ahead. You know, we're doing our thing. They're doing their thing. Just don't worry about it. And so then 
this morning you're saying that that you you had a phrase for it like they wanted to include us or something or whatever oh then they, well they did you know then they did make an announcement that they wanted everybody to join one big circle and sing songs together because that was part of the idea behind the event is is everybody sing songs together mm -hmm. for summer solstice they do these quite often on full moons and the different um you know seasonal events and and they have have this down <clears throat> there's a, a, it's a non-profit heritage garden with you know history of farming in the valley that kind of thing so this was all about enjoying the season and enjoying it together so they wanted more togetherness <clears throat> so i kind of i kind of sat towards the back a little bit and that's when i thought oh well while they're all you know singing and beating their drums and whatnot I'll take care of some work. I'll I'll process some emails. I'll check the website. I'll you were playing Blackberry. solitaire. And then, and then I'm, playing, <laughs> I'm playing solitaire on my BlackBerry. I got to tell you, I enjoy that BlackBerry more. You get a moment like that, and you got the little BlackBerry games on there. It's like mm, this is this is sweet. But but I did. I looked at some emails first. Okay. Checked something out on the website. Not on the it, it says okay. It's, it's back to recording. I don't know who. So anyway, all right. And and then uh, and then the gal that's kind of running the thing. She she uh, she she must have seen me there enjoying my lame ass game of solitaire. Because frankly, solitaire is not a great game. <laughs> you know, it's it's okay. It's, it's burning time, but but boy, I got to tell you, it's, it's way better than beating the drums and singing the songs. I, you know, and it's you were not saying, your thing. It's, it's not my thing. And most permaculture folk, it's like boy, that is so their thing. Right, and I'm just not part of that camp. I mean, um, Skeeter is so awesome. If Skeeter asks me to sing a song or whatever, okay, I'll do it because I think Skeeter's awesome. So I'll, I'll, you know, okay, all right, you know, it's not my thing, but I'll do it for Skeeter. And um, uh, and then so this gal, she, she, Paul, do you know a song? And then she said, a song from Montana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do we have the Montana theme song? I, I don't know. I don't know she, either. She's just trying to find a way to engage you. She wanted to, you know, give you a spotlight and engage you and and, and was excited to have you there. And right. she didn't know what she was asking for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's like 15, 20 people there. And I'm kind of thinking, why me? There's 15, 20. There's other people here that are far more into it than I am. I'm clearly trying to like be on the outskirts here, and uh, but yeah, I think it's because of my uh, celebrityness or something. Oh, the celebrity guy, he's gonna like lead us in a song, yeah. <laughs> and so I thought she'd been dissuaded, <laughs> but after I. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I had to think for a while, but I came up with uh, something rude and obnoxious to sing, From which you. was very contrary to the woo-woo and the drums. And, and you can sing on tune. I do. Uh, you can sing on tune. I like to hear you sing. But you, this was a song from your club, your uh, rock climbing club. So in high school, we had yeah. the, the cliffhangers. Yeah. And, and somehow, I think it's because uh, in my junior year, I told lots of dirty jokes. And so that made it so that in my senior year, 
I was president. <laughs> oh, that's clap. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's how high school works. <laughs> that guy told lots of dirty jokes. Let's make him president. Uh-huh. And uh, <clears throat> so part of our thing was that when we would go out on rock climbing trips, which, by the way, I always sucked at rock climbing. Always. Um, I just liked being there, and I didn't mind trying rock climbing. I mean, it was a fun group. But there were a couple of things. When we would drive to a place, sometimes we would sing songs. However, our mission was different than perhaps the Glee Club, and that was to, to intentionally sing the song as poorly as possible right. and to find new ways to make it worse. Right. <laughs> Which is what you did last night. That is an awesome job of it. It was. You sang incredibly loud, incredibly <laughs> off tune, and an incredibly obnoxious song. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Threefer! So. <laughs> Damn, I'm good! <laughs> so, this poor, gentle, heartfelt woman who asked you to participate didn't know what she was going to get. So I gave her what I had which was awesome by a certain set of standards. <laughs> and then, and then she, she made the mistake of wanting more. <laughs> so listen, that was, that was <coughs> up against the wall, redneck mother. <laughs> and then later, later uh, she wanted more. What did I, what did I do? I can't, what was the second one? Oh, uh, the, the, the theme from the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> yeah. Which is contrary to a ten- transition group, you know, they're all, right. all about minimizing oil, and you sang a song glorifying That's oil. That's true. So it was, it was really mm-hmm. contrary. It was funny. People enjoyed the humor. I, I, I think it um, shattered, I think it shattered the sacredness of the moment. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So if you're going to have a sacred moment, you might not want to invite me. Right. Uh, I'll probably have to repair my relationship. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've had conversations, you know, I've, I've talked to her before about how you're a little different, um, so she she should have been a little aware of that. Uh, it was a lovely time. I, I forgot that I really do enjoy singing, even though I've lost all of my ability to sing on key. So, <laughs> but you had but a tune? You yeah. looked it up on the internet, which was, and then you were trying to sing it. Oh, it's bad. And I emphasize trying. I mean, you, you, you got, you got the, the song through, and they didn't seem to like it. Well, they liked the words. It was a very hippie, peace, peace, love kind of song. It was a Joan Baez song. So they loved the message in the song. But, <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I forgot I how much I like to sing. And then I did the Oscar Meyer uh, Wiener song. My baloney <laughs> has a first name. Yeah. O-S-C-A-R. I think that's a good tune. Yeah. Well, and and Peter enjoyed the humor. He started to uh, sing sing uh, the theme song to Gilligan Island. I noticed Gilligan that the Island. the vegans didn't join in on the the Oscar Mayer song. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're kind of weird that way. <laughs> they're not going to sing about baloney. <laughs> so this amused you to no end. So now you had to do a podcast. About I was this. ready to talk about blueberries. Yeah. And and uh, you know, and I thought it was. I was going to be talking to this guy about the difference between organic systems and permaculture systems, and um, 
why he has the blueberry problems, which I think is a very important topic. And instead, um, we were not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, um, and, and, now, and now here's the price. <laughs> Um, I was entertaining myself. Uh, it, it, it seemed to me like a lot of those folks weren't as entertained as I was. By uh, you know, they they did some good belly laughs. You know, I don't know if they were being polite or whether they really did appreciate the humor, uh, the humor break. Uh, it, but um, anyway, I think they were glad when we left, <laughs> so they could get back to their sacred and try and rebuild the sacred circle they were trying to Right, right, so, which I shattered. Um, right. They invited me out for Sunday, but it, I kind of wonder if that was like, uh, like later they're going to talk to you and say, you know what, remember we invited you out for Sunday? <laughs> Here's the new address where we're going to be at, which, by the way, is a vacant lot in the middle of nowhere, and we won't really be there. <laughs> no, I, I think they do enjoy you. I, I think they do want you there on Sunday, and I think we'll have a great time. That's a brunch, and, and that is more to discuss some more business-type things, maybe not farming-type oh, things. That sounds boring. I know, I know. Well, and then uh, last weekend we went to the Summer Solstice Parade. Yes. And, um, and it was like, you know, once again they, they had like 500 naked people on bicycles. <clears throat> I forgot my camera, but I did bring my, my cell phone, which has a camera built into it. But frankly, after, because this is like the third year I've been to it, or the fourth time I've been to it. And I didn't think I was going to go anymore, but we, uh, but you were there to support somebody. But I, the point I was trying to make is I ended up not taking any pictures of the naked people because it's kind of like, I don't know, after you've seen a few thousand naked people on bicycles, it's kind of like, yep, there's more. <laughs> they just keep coming. Right, right. And uh, while it is an amazing thing what they're doing, and, and it's amazing for them, I mean, I think that that shows a, a powerful level of substance within the individual that is willing to get on their bike and ride past thousands of people butt naked. And, and man, um, my hat's off to them. Good. I, I don't think I can do it. Well, and, and the point, a big point of it is, is the sense of freedom and the sense of art. The body paint was pretty amazing on, on some of these people. It was pretty fun. And because the Fremont Parade, the, the Fremont neighborhood of Seattle, is, is really an artist neighborhood. And, and it's the Fremont Arts Council that puts on this parade. And the parade can only be about art. There can be no advertisements, no political entries. Each parade entry is purely about art. And, and you really don't know who these groups are because right. they can't advertise themselves. So they you can't just, put any verbiage on anything. Right. No words are allowed. Right. So it's a very <laughs> different parade, all art, really crazy art. And and really fun, really quirky, and so so the naked cyclists are in that vein. So it's 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 fun, um, and I had something else to say about it. Now I've just blanked. <laughs> um, I I think in the past years uh, the 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 art was more spectacular than it was this year. Now right. I did take pictures of they had a giant dung beetle and this ten foot ball of dung that they were moving. <laughs> I took pictures of the poop. <laughs> That's right, listeners, pod people. I, I'm looking out for you. I got pictures of poop. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of uh, Steve. Remember Steve? 
Right? He he liked getting pictures of all the scat in the woods because he was learning how to track. And when we met him, he'd bring out his cell phone, look, it's coyote scat. Look, it's bear scat. <laughs> yeah. Anybody who would hold still, he'd like, hey, you want to see pictures of my poop? And I don't mean my poop. I mean the poop of lots of things. Yeah. And then he he had like this whole buffet, and he, would, he could spend an hour... Uh, showing you the pictures of poop and what it means when you see the poop there. And, yeah. And, and then it's like, you, so you see these pictures of this poop, poop, some different kind of poop, another kind of poop, 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 poop. And then look, here's a pretty girl. And then here's some more poop. Poop, poop. Yeah, yeah. But getting back to the dung beetle and the huge ball of dung, they had all these little little kids dressed up as baby dung beetles that were helping roll this big ball. And it was it was the size of you know, the, the big boulder that chases Indiana Jones, you know? Yeah. And so then these little baby dung beetles, they'd lay down on the road and get run over by the ball of dung. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was pretty funny, pretty funny. And we had, uh, part of the reason we didn't take pictures is we had a very poor view. We It's, it's such a well-attended parade because I think everybody goes for the naked cyclists really (laughs) that there were huge crowds and we didn't camp out to get a good spot we wanted to visit the fair booth and just have a casual outing we didn't want to be militant about making sure we had a spot so we ended up Luckily, we're a bit tall. You're very tall. I can see everything. Yeah. <laughs> so we There's were, only about 40 people ahead of me, but I, I could still see everything. Yeah. So it wasn't the best way to take pictures, best place to take well, pictures. Well, and we didn't go last year, and I was sure we were going to go again because oh. it just seems to me like we go, and I end up just getting angry. Because well, um, people do. They, they, they cut in. They yeah. kind of cut in front of everybody else. And and uh, and then they start to mass out, and then you can't see anything because there's all these these people keep moving. I mean, the, suddenly the parade can't get through because so many people have moved out to, to gawk. Right, right. And it's like you know, can you show a little respect for the people that were camped out? And no, no, you, they 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 can't. And and it's like human nature is to. I mean, I watched. So, so I watched you and Susie Bean went and and found a spot where you can stand. And the next thing you know, other people were coming behind you, and then somehow working themselves in front of you. Yeah. And then you guys kind of got squeezed out behind, yeah. and you couldn't see anything. And then somebody next to me smelled bad, so I had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I did, but um, the the reason we went this year is a. Uh, a friend of mine has a friend that's in a documentary being made about the naked cyclist. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, there will be a di- documentary about that. And uh, I think it was called Beyond Naked. No, what was it? I can't remember the title. But um, they had a Kickstarter campaign for it. So there's a little bit of a little preview on Kickstarter.com about this um, naked bicyclist documentary. So... Um, that that so I went to see my friend supporting her friend in the documentary. Right, right. And so I went with you, and um, uh, and Susie Bean went along too. And um, <laughs> I don't know. It was it was um, uh, okay, I guess you know. And and I was. Uh, it was uh, it was a drizzly cold day. Yeah, those gals were a little nipply. <laughs> there were so there were less naked cyclists than they thought there would be. 
So they were anticipating about 1,000 this year, but they said there were about 500 this okay. year. Yeah, somebody came out and said 502. Yeah. So, and it is kind of awesome that they that they do this. It, it, it is an expression of sorts that I think is cool. It's a it's a cool thing that's, and um, I think I you know my my hats off to the the uh, police of uh, city of Seattle. Yeah. Uh, here's here's how it goes down. I've I've not actually witnessed this firsthand, but here's how I understand it works. Um, when the naked cyclists come down. Technically, it is against the law for them to be naked. In public. In public. And so, um, and the police who are there to make sure that nothing um, bad happens to people, um, and they're, they have to watch for, you know, uh, icky things happening. They, uh, at the moment that the cyclists come down, they seem to monitor areas other than where the cyclists are which I think uh, requires great strength on their part. <laughs> right. They they let this happen every year, and they look, you know, in whatever sense of the word, they look the other way on this day. Um, two years ago when we went to the parade, it was a much warmer day, and right. and every the parade and the revelry ends up at Gasworks Park, which is uh, right on Lake Union in Seattle. And um, when we finished up the parade there two years ago, a lot of people stayed naked and danced and played frisbee and stuff at the park. This year, they wanted their clothes off. Yeah, <laughs> so we, right. A lot of people were dressed at the park, and you could see under the bottom of their shorts or whatever that they had the body paint and they had been one of the painted cyclists. But... Um, uh, even two years ago, with naked people at the park, there were still police at the park and, you know, right. looking the other way. So it's a day that they let that happen. And I'm sure it benefits the city economically. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, okay, it's, yeah. Well, uh, you know, it's, it's a tourist thing. You know, who, you know, I bet there's people that come in just for that parade and, yeah, okay. And the fair, and the fair runner, because they have all that uh, quirky art car and the and the vendor booths and the fair, and the it's a huge weekend of cool nuttiness. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, um, and you know, I've been to a lot of communities to see a lot of their community events, and um, and I think that that this is one that um, is is really great that they do it, that they allow it, that they're comfortable with it, that, um, and I mean, I, I think it says a lot for the substance and culture of, of Seattle, and mostly the people that are there doing it. <clears throat> um, and, and uh, uh, you know, hats off to them. This is, this is, this is an amazing thing that, that they do, and I, I like the idea of seeing more culture like this. I mean, it's not like, I mean, there's 365 days in the year, and so for one day, they are focused on art and um, being okay with with naked people yeah. uh, and um, um, and, that is, and the people that are not in the naked people, well, you know where it's happening. <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> and, and so yeah. the, the fact that they can be okay with that says a lot about the substance of that community. And I'm, I'm impressed. I, I give them a big thumbs up for just having that level of fun and having fun. Right. So we've talked about a couple of community events, bonfires with singing and drumming. <laughs> 
at parades with naked people. So these are all summer solstice events, and um, I'm supposed to be somewhere right about now. Oh, oh, yeah, you got to go. So I've got the, an appointment. This is the end of the podcast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you whipped this out unexpected on me. <laughs> not, not very permaculture-esque, I suppose, but I don't know, good community and art, I think that's an important part of permaculture that we don't talk about enough. Yeah, and you just enjoyed the humor. You nope. wanted the humor when, factor. When we go down to uh, Portland in a couple of months, uh, and we'll we'll see uh, Jimmy Pardo down there, uh, hopefully, um, maybe we ought to have a podcast with him in it. Because remember when I like used to tell jokes, and he would like play the guitar like with the joke, and it worked out so good. <laughs> That's like better than singing, telling. <clears throat> well, like you a, like that a raunchy one. joke with with music accompaniment. Well, and you particularly loved that song he would sing around the bonfire. We're all a bunch of little effers or something. We're, we're all a bunch of fucking weirdos. That's that was it. the song. I'm, I'm glad I could help you out with that. And uh, he had he's never finished the song, but I always wanted him to finish the song, and that would be the theme music for all of my YouTube videos. We're all a bunch <laughs> of fucking weirdos. I, I think that was, that's an awesome song, and it's got a couple of, you know, the, some of the, the, the lyrics with it are telling stories of, well, you know, fucking weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's finished it, or maybe he could finish it for you when we're there. Right. Maybe, maybe, while, maybe during the podcast he'll finish it. <laughs> Come on, man. Come up with a grand finale for that. Let's do it. Okay. Sayonara. <laughs> yeah, if you like this sort of thing, come on out to the forums at Furbies.com where we talk about art stuff. We have an art forum there, a forum on aesthetics and homesteading and permaculture all the time.